Hey everyone, listening to this podcast. Today I'm going to be speaking just to you.、Uh, as yesterday, we had a little bit of a different Sunday、uh, where we had a breakfast Sunday. We didn't go down to the auditorium, but rather we prepared the upstairs floor where we had French toast and muesli and pancakes and all things wonderful、um, and just had a very different time together. And unfortunately, we were not able to record the message as there were testimonies and people were sharing their stories and we decided that was best to be kept private for the Time being. So we thought it would be interesting and it would be important to record this message again so that it may strengthen you and、um, just encourage you in your walk with God. So yesterday I began by explaining why we were doing a, a different Sunday. Why would we not have the normal, usual program as we've been having? And、uh, one of my friends got married recently, and、uh, him and his wife went on honeymoon to Rome. I've never been to Rome. My husband's not taken me there yet. But for those of you who have been to Rome, you'll understand when I start describing the many cathedrals and the churches and the beautiful buildings that exist in reverence of God. And my, my friends were posting all these pictures on their Instagram, and it was just beautiful to see the amazing skill of the human hand. But as I look at these pictures and as my friends themselves experienced walking into these buildings, they were struck by the fact that as beautiful as these buildings are, they come nowhere close to as beautiful as you are, to as beautiful as I am in the way that God has created us. And as beautiful as these buildings may be, we read in chapter 17, verse 24 of the book of Acts. That the God who made the world and everything in it. Now imagine, this is, this is the Lord of the universe, the Lord who created the stars, the Lord who created everything about you and everything that you can see before your very eyes, the God who knows your dreams and the God who knows the thoughts that cross your mind. It says, in it is the Lord of heaven and earth and does not live in temples built by human hands. God cannot be confined to a building. God cannot be confined to, to a temple made by human hands. He is the Lord of heaven and earth. And I think all too often we make church about the church building. We make church about the program. We, we know what to expect when we rock up to church on a Sunday morning. And yet this verse says that, that God cannot be confined To a building. God cannot be confined to a program. Now, don't get me wrong, the program is important. The program is beautiful. There is beauty in the program. There is beauty in preparation. When you have the worship team praying and, and, and choosing the songs and you have the person who's giving announcements, they prepare what they want to share with the church and, and the person who is preaching, they seek the heart of God so that they may deliver a message. There is beauty in the program. I just want to remind us today, don't make the building the place where people encounter God. You are the place where people encounter God. God has chosen us to reveal Himself through us. People need to see your story. People need to see you in work. People need to see the decisions that you make. People need to see your lifestyle and the kind of habits that you have. People need to see your family so that God may be revealed in the decisions you make, in the attitudes you have, in the choices you choose to make. People need to see God in and through your life. And so yesterday, 
Sunday we did a different Sunday because we want to be a church that invests in relationship. We want to be in church where people don't just come to, to receive this program. People come to encourage each other. People come to inspire each other by sharing the testimonies of what God has done in and through their lives. We want to be a church where people are constantly sharing the goodness of God and encouraging each other to fight the good fight. And last week, we've been in this um, series called Summer of Psalms. And last week, Leanne spoke and she spoke beautifully about how it's okay to talk about suffering. The Bible doesn't ignore the hardships of life. She talked about how, how when things are difficult, the Bible doesn't just say to put on a smile and pretend that everything's okay. No, the Bible acknowledges that life is hard. The Bible is aware <laughs> That life can be so difficult and it can be unfair and it can feel unjust. And so the Bible tells us that it's okay not to be okay. Rather, it tells us to cast our anxiety on the Lord because he cares for us. And she went through the Psalms and how the Psalms are filled with lament as author after author just describes everything they are feeling and they cast their anxiety on God by just letting it all out, by being genuine and authentic about the feelings that they're going through. And so we read Psalm after Psalm of people just saying, God, where are you? Why aren't you doing anything? Life is so unfair right now please do something please deliver me God why have you forsaken me where are you come to my rescue it's okay not to feel okay but there comes a moment where you have to make a decision there comes a moment where you have to stop seeing life through your own eyes and you have to make the decision to take a step back and see your life through the eyes of heaven there comes a moment where you have to decide to trust God that no matter what things look like in your life no matter how difficult things look that you are going to trust that God's ways are truly higher than our ways that you are going to trust that when he says that he works all things together for the good of those who love him that he's really saying the truth that God is not a man that he should lie but that God's word is faithful and that he will do that which he has promised to do that when he says he is provider he really will provide that when he says that he is healer that he really has the power to heal oh you have to come to a point where you make a decision that I'm not going to just focus on, on on the things that are hurting and on my suffering and on my lamentation but I'm going to take a step back and I I'm going to choose to trust God. And when you do that, when you decide to trust God, when you decide to, to say, God, I surrender. It's not just about me, but I'm going to trust that you can do something beautiful even out of this situation. When you do that, you'll be amazed at what God does. You'll be amazed by the things that God can do. And so in Psalm 66, verse 16 through 20, that's the, the Psalm we're going to look into today a little bit. That's, that's a, a psalm where David has been complaining. David has been describing and letting it out before God. David has been saying, God, this is not fair. God, why does everybody else seem to prosper? Meanwhile, I'm the one that's faithful to you and everything seems to be happening to me, which shouldn't be happening. God, where are you? Come to my rescue. And then God does. And, and this is what he says in Psalm 66, verse 16. Come and listen. 
all who honor God, and I will tell you what he has done for me. I cried to him for help. I praised him with songs. If I had ignored my sins, the Lord wouldn't have listened to me, but God has indeed heard me. He has listened to my prayer. I praise God because he did not reject my prayer or keep back his constant love for me. Come and listen, all who honor God, and I will tell you what he has done for me. That's what David says. And I think that all too often we, we're so private about our lives. We're so private about the prayers that we are praying and the breakthroughs that we are asking God for. We come to church on a Sunday morning and we go downstairs to this dark auditorium. We're in the worship. There is so loud that, that we are private in our own prayers where we are asking God desperately, please God, you need to, you need to come through for me. Please God, I, I need provision. I need healing. I need reconciliation in my relationships. Please God, I need you to come through for me. And we pray and we ask ask the Lord to come to our rescue and then he does and then he starts filling us with peace and then he starts filling us with his joy and then he starts opening doors that no man can shut and then he starts pouring the favor of heaven on our lives and we are full to the brim and we are we are satisfied and yet we fail to tell people about it we fail to tell our brothers and sisters of what God has done in our lives. We kept his gifts for ourselves. We kept the amazing power of his provision to ourselves. And we forget to inspire our brothers and sisters and encourage them in their own walk saying, Hey, I've been where you are and God came to our, re to my rescue. Hey, I've, I've felt what you're feeling right now. I've cried similar tears and yet God was there to console me. God was there to comfort me. Come and see come and hear and I will tell you what he has done for me we fail to do that you see you are the place where people encounter God and so you have to start letting people in Sometimes you have to let people into your mess so that they may hear your message. Your story may just be the key that unlocks another man's prison. It's time that we start letting people in. It's time that we start raising our voices and sharing the goodness of God in our lives when it really matters, when it really counts. It's time to become a church where people encounter God in our lives rather than a building, rather than a program. People will encounter God in your testimony, in your story. And so yesterday, that's what we did. We had a time where we invited some people to come up and share what God has done in and through their lives, the prayer requests that they had, the difficulties that they went through, and how God moved, and how God did amazing things. And we listened to them, and we were encouraged, and we were inspired in our own walk with God. And so if you're listening to this podcast today, I want to encourage you, start letting people in. Don't live your faith in such a private way that you forget that, that our faith is not just about becoming full and satisfied. Our faith is about overflowing with the grace that we have received. It's about overflowing with the redemption that we have experienced. It's about letting people in to what we have freely received so that we may freely give. Oh, it's about encouraging each other. It's about being the church together, united, inspiring, and walking together. I encourage you 
Share your testimony with someone. Share your story with someone this week and see the amazing things that God will do as you overflow with his goodness. God bless.